Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Man, does it uh, not feel good to go out at 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. You get to go out. Beautiful. You get to do your work. Then you go back home, write your stories, and your day is, um, you know, pretty much done. Is it not? Yeah. I mean, it It, it almost feels like. I have a nine-to-five job for once. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a nine-to-five. I mean, before this, I was working in a field farming 20 mm-hmm. years ago. So, um, yeah, it's been – it's been well, first of all, the weather's been fantastic. I mean, it was 68 degrees this morning, you know. Uh, I, I wish they would do the 6.40 a.m. Uh, practice every day, but 9.05 is not bad. Uh, the weather's been great. It, it has been raining the last couple of days, so they've been indoors. But, I mean, like I said, it's 68 degrees this morning. And, uh, you know, you get done with that, you've – you watch we've had about 30 minutes of practice each day maybe a little longer actually uh, so that's been nice and uh, get done with that and press conference do some transcribing crank out some articles i've been spending a lot of time doing more in-depth stuff focusing on individuals uh, just kind of giving my opinions on on those guys comparing them to other players that i see and players of the past and you know those kinds of things so uh, that's been enjoyable because there's been so many new players out there uh, i do find myself at least the first few days randy i found myself working uh pretty late uh just out of habit couldn't help it hmm. and luckily it's something i enjoy doing but uh uh you know special teams day it was a, it was a little earlier <laughs> knocking off for that but uh yeah it's been it's been really good it's been a fun camp i wish they do the early practices all the time but so many new players out there that uh it's just it's just exciting it's exciting to go out there and see those guys it's a, it's a big team according to the testing numbers it's a fast team and I don't know. I mean, as far as the individual players go, the roster that's assembled, I think it's the, I think it's the best roster that Pittman has had since he's been head coach at Arkansas. I think it's the best roster. Is it the best team? Well, we got to figure that out. We'll find out soon enough on that. But uh, as far as individuals, it's a good-looking group. I read that article, is this Coach Sam Pittman's best team? And uh, when I saw that, automatically i mean you got to click onto it you got to read it because you're thinking best ever i mean wasn't that long ago what nine and four Mm -hmm. a nine win season so not that long ago that's um that's well worth reading all right where do you see right now trey the biggest i hate to call it a battle it makes it sound like we're we're in war, but where where do you see the greatest competition? I should say, at what position? Well, just in the secondary, I think you've got some things you have to work out. Uh, I, I, you know, from what I've seen and and really some of the whispers that I've heard, you know, Keon Stewart has been, you know, I don't know if it's a surprise, but he's they've been pleased with him. They've been real pleased with James Singletary. I mean, you can go out and watch James <laughs> Singletary and say, I mean, this guy. First of all, he's I thought he was going to be skinny still. He's not. Uh, you know, everybody was like, yeah, he's got a lot of potential. He's skinny because he was listed about 187 pounds or 100 and 
170 pounds. He's 187 now. He's the tallest cornerback out there, uh, even though you've got, got other guys listed at 6'2". Singletary's definitely the tallest. You may have the quickest feet. Uh, so you've got a couple of guys like that that, to me, make it intriguing to – you know, really consider moving like Snacks Johnson either to safety or nickel. I kind of think nickel for him, um, leaving Walcott at safety. I just, I just feel like that's a, nickel's such a tough spot. They call it the hog. I mean, you have to be able to, you got to be able to tackle running backs. You got to be able to cover slot receivers. You got to be able to take on blockers in the screen game. I mean, sometimes you're the conflict defender, and the, you know, everything they're doing RPO game revolves around what you're doing. I mean, there's all kinds of responsibilities it's just a tough position i, I kind of like snacks there um but we'll see I, I think we'll probably get through these few practices they'll take off wednesday and then maybe uh try to try to shuffle some things around so i would say secondary uh you know linebacker that you know whoever's going to be the the linebacker next to chris paul i think is is something to watch gene thomas antonio greer you know i don't i wouldn't rule out jordan crook just yet either uh defensive line i think it's just i don't think it's like just a competition. I just think they've got so many bodies, just like one guy, just one 300-pounder after another. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, and, you know, then you got one hundred, you know, one 280-pound, 270-pound defensive end after another. So defensive line, I mean, I think it's just it's more, you know, who goes out there first, but it's, it's going to be a, a steady rotation of guys, I, I think, which is really ideal. Uh, the offensive line, I, I think they're settled there, Randy. I, I really like what I've seen off, out of Devon Manuel lately. And, I mean, like, like really like what I see out of him. I mean, he's moving really well. He's got really good size at 6'9", 310. Um, I think that he's going to be, you know, a staple figure on this offensive line for the next few years. Uh, you know, Kudis on the other side, you know, probably a little more inconsistent. Um, but so much potential and has 21 more practices you know, to get everything ironed out. What people don't realize about Patrick Kudis, he's 18 still. He's the youngest second-year player on the team. Uh, in fact, there are players who are second-year players on this team who are 20 <laughs> already. There are, there are freshmen, true freshmen on this team, class of 2023 guys who just got here who are older than Patrick Kudis. You know, he's – you used to always say, like, you know, go out and find you, you know, baby-faced offensive linemen, you know, because, uh, you know, they're just going to mature. Uh, not that Kudus is baby-faced, but he's he's young. Uh, so for him to be in the spot he is and, and play last year as a freshman at times, uh, you know, he didn't redshirt last year. is is pretty remarkable. Um, now he's got a few more days. August 12th, I believe, is his birthday. But still, he's the youngest second-year player on this roster. So, um, you know, I still think you, you look at that right tackle spot, I'd probably say he's probably the fifth best right now um, offensive lineman that they have. Uh, Manuel might be, you know, Manuel's probably in the top three, maybe even better than that. Uh, he's he's really coming along well, so that's that's encouraging. I think, you know, the battle between him and Landon Jackson has, has helped him out a whole lot also. So um, I know that's a long answer, Randy, but really, hmm. ultimately, I, I would say where I started out, just secondary, just figuring out, you know, the pieces there, who goes where, what, what kind of alterations you need to make. You know, like Jalen Lewis has been, you know, the starting – the, the starting hog, the starting nickel, and I like Jalen. I think he's got a future at Arkansas, but is he one of the five best defensive backs on the team? I don't think so. I don't think so right now. So got to figure some things out there. 
Now, two observations, and I, I think I've looked at every depth chart so far that's been published. Uh, are they playing a little bit of a mind game with uh, McLaughlin? Because he has been running second team. He also started off on the first team, but now he's on the second team. And then uh, the number two running back spot in behind Raheem Rocket Sanders, it seems to fluctuate between one day it's the Binion, the next day it's A.J. Green. Yeah, it's probably more fair to call that an order of appearance, Randy. I mean, there's a pretty, okay. there's a pretty good base. It's the fastball period that they run at the start of practice. For those who don't know what that is, it's 11-on-11 11 11 football. They run about four or five plays with the first team, second team, third team. And we chart everybody who comes out. Generally, it's the same base of players. It's going to be K.J. Jefferson, the starting offensive line. It's been, I believe, the same tight end. I believe it's been Nathan Bax every day uh, through these first few practices. It's a different mix-up of wide receiver. It's always Rocket Sanders. Uh, defense is, is definitely more shaken up. They definitely come out with you know different guys in different spots on defense. And you know, I think it's just an opportunity to get a you know good quick look at somebody. Uh, while, you know, with the first team or see how they play without this guy in the mix. You know, Traylon Burks, I don't think he ever went out on fastball. Uh, Dwight McLaughlin, last year, people were wondering if he was going to start, you know, because of the fastball stuff, just kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he started 13 games last year. So um, I don't think, I don't have any doubt that McLaughlin is going to end up being one of the starting cornerbacks for this team. Um, the the question about cornerback is mainly is it is it going to be Keon Stewart? Is it going to be Snacks Johnson? Is it going to be Jaheim Singletary at the other spot? I kind of think eventually, I just think it makes the most sense. Singletary is just ultra talented. And, you know, Snacks is really good too. But I just I, I think he makes the most sense in that nickel spot. Just, just kind of the mentality that he has and – you know, just how he kind of carries himself out there. He just seems like he'd be a good fit for that spot to me. All right, Trey, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback from Savage. It says, ask Trey, who is the Hornsby or Hammonds player on this team this year? I guess that means high praise, high expectations, yeah. low output. and then, yeah, low output. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a tough one to put some <laughs> to put on somebody uh, right out of the gate. Let's see. Uh, hmm. I might have to think about that one a little bit. But uh, who's getting overhyped? I don't know. Well, I got I've got right an now. easier one for you. This one kind of goes okay. back to give you a chance to think about that one. But this goes back to uh, the offensive line you were talking about a moment ago. I got this by way of email from Robert. It says Trey, if Latham and Limmer were part of last year's short yardage problems. Why should we expect them and this new look O-line to be better this year? Also, Tykeist Crawford is a senior, yet he has a sophomore starting ahead of him. Why? Has he not lived up to his potential, or was he overrated coming out of high school? Yeah, I think maybe, I mean, when you look at Takias Crawford physically, he looks exactly like you're supposed to look as an offensive lineman. Uh, And he's still battling, but 
yeah, I mean, I think it's just there's other guys better than him. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't think it's like it's something personal or anything like that. I think there's just guys that they feel more confident in. Um, that's that's pretty much the bottom line. Uh, he asked a bunch of questions, Randy. I'm not sure what all he was asking. but <laughs> Well, about the offensive of... line in particular, meaning mm-hmm. Limmer, uh, Latham. They were part of the problem last year. Why, why this year? Right. Well, I mean – the year before that, they were part of a solution. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they were they were part of an offensive line that was, uh, you know, pretty solid. They led FBS in rushing um, that year. Uh, but you know, I think that for the offensive line, they were pretty solid in most aspects last year, except for when they got in short yardage and goal line. And from what I can ascertain, a lot of that's problems with, you know, strength staff at least has been pinned on the strength staff. I mean, I've been covering Arkansas football for 20 years. I've never seen a coach fire a strength coach. Never. I mean, going back to Don Decker, Jason Veltkamp, I mean, all of them, every single one of them, uh, Ben Herbert, they've all been through the entire lifespan of the coach there. Uh, so that tells you, I mean, and it's like immediately after the Missouri game, like fires the whole staff, nutrition staff, everything. Um, and it's after a two-point loss where they struggled in short yardage. So they, I know they spent a lot of extra time in the weight room. Bo Lemmer's squat numbers are up 50 pounds, and they say he could do more than that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that, you know, it's hard to question Sam Pittman saying these are the best offensive linemen that we have um, with Lemmer and Latham being part of that. Let's see this from. Hey, they may still have some problems like that short yarded stuff. They may still have those problems. They just may not have anybody that's uh, a better option also. This from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. You know, Navy Mike says, find up on Navy Mike's thoughtful questions. What wide receiver will step up since we don't have any wide receivers? And what will the Hogs do this year at quarterback since K.J. is leaving next year? Mm-hmm. Well, I think they feel good about Jacoby Criswell as a possibility for the future. I, I know they feel a lot better that if something were to happen to K.J., that they still have a chance. And I don't know if they necessarily felt that way, but I think they feel that way now that they maybe just didn't have a chance against Mississippi State and couldn't move the ball against LSU at home. You know, you had a chance in that one, just couldn't move the ball. So I know they feel a lot better about the best. And with Jacoby, Jacoby throws the best ball on the team. You know, he, he throws a consistently tight spiral with really good velocity, probably the strongest arm out of all of them. Um, so they, they, I think they feel good there. As far as wide receiver, I kind of think, I don't know, coming out of the spring, I was thinking Isaac Tesla after the first few practices. I kind of think maybe Andrew Armstrong. You know, I, I could see Andrew Armstrong being a deep threat. And then Tyrone Broden makes some really nice plays. Tyrone Broden's one of the fastest guys on the team, one of the three fastest. So there's a lot of potential there. And I, I love what I've been seeing out of Isaiah Satania. I think that, I mean, every day in practice, they start out doing two-on-two slot cover, and it's just one screen pass after another, you know, and then there's the option to, to throw to another guy. But it's just like screen, 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 
I mean, we're going to see them throw to Satania, Bryce Stevens, but I think it's going to be Satania quite a bit this year. Um, so, I mean, I think they've got some good options at wide receiver. And KJ's throwing the ball really well, too. I mean, he's he's always thrown a good deep ball, but he's hit he's thrown some deep balls that have just been absolutely perfect. Um, I don't know. I kind of think Andrew Armstrong maybe is a deep guy with Tyrone Broden, and then maybe the guy that has the most catches, I could see it being Isaac Tesla. Speed standpoint, who's faster then, Broden or Tess? I mean, uh, Satania. Um, Broden, I believe, based on what I've heard, the fastest guy on the team is actually Malik Chavis. What? Yeah, he's one of he is one of five players to run, you know, over twenty two miles an hour, um, not pads. Not like the NFL does, you know. The NFL does pads in their game day stuff, but uh, yeah. Oh, he's a forty-inch vertical leap guy, too. He's 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 the best leaper and the best, you know, and has the most speed out of anybody. You know, that doesn't always wow. translate to being a great football player. I mean, there've been guys that have come through that. I mean, there's a wide receiver under Petrina that was a ten-three-hundred guy that couldn't get on the field. You know, uh, so that doesn't always translate to being, you know, great at football and. Chavis has had some issues here and there with injuries and things, and he started some games for Arkansas. But, yeah, he's potentially the fastest and the best leaper. And then after him, probably A.J. Green. And then after him, probably Tyrone Broden. And then probably wow, Satania. And who's the other guy? There's one other that I'm leaving out. Armstrong's yeah. pretty quick, isn't he? It might be Armstrong. He might have been the other one. I think Armstrong was the other. Armstrong's a really good lead. You know, Tesla, when you look at him, I mean, Tesla's a 38-inch vertical, you know, and he's not in that elite group up at the top, but he's high 21s, according to Ben Souders, miles per hour. Um, and, uh, you know, he's uh, him and Armstrong have the two longest broad jumps on the team also. So, I mean, they've, they've got some athletes at wide receiver. I think size among the receiving core – yeah, maybe Trey is this may be as big of a receiving core mm. ever. Now the now the player that I keep reading about that is just I mean wowing people, Luke Haas. Oh yeah, has has yeah. I always want to say Haas. I know has. it's it's H A S Z. It's a tough one, uh, but Luke is definitely you know it's a, it's impressive to me how like luke has and uh barky's gums are both listed at 6'3, 242 and i mean gums might wear a shorter pant leg or something you know he might have a little bit more torso but they are almost identical in their build and gums probably got a little bit bigger bicep you know i'm just watching them stand next to each other that's kind of the things i do I like to you know see if some guy's actually six foot or if you know, how he compares to another player, maybe a guy that we're familiar with. But those two guys are so similar. I've obviously seen bigger tight end rooms at Arkansas. You know, it's a big team, and I've seen bigger bigger tight end rooms for sure. But I am intrigued with what those guys are, are able to do as far as receiving the ball. They're both very fluid. And um, we have not seen the two tight set yet. I, I'm, I'm sure they've possibly done that uh, when practice is closed to the media. They've possibly gotten out and done that, but I've not seen them do a too tight set. I haven't seen them do two running backs. It has been almost 100% of the time 11 personnel, running back, tight end, three wide receivers. 6'3", 242, that's what Luke 
yep. is listed on Gums. the roster. Gums and I think Gums is almost identical, isn't he? He he is identical. Okay. I mean, they're size wise, they're twins. Absolutely. I mean, they're they both like. I mean, you, they stand next to each other. Their their proportions are pretty <laughs> much the same. Uh, let's see this from our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Art does Savage mean? Who is the speedy guy of the offense? I think we kind of yeah, Broden, Andrew Armstrong. Andrew Armstrong's going to get a lot of deep balls. I'll tell you who else too. Sam Bakke has made some plays. I mean, he's he beat Singletary the other day on a post pattern, and KJ laid it in there perfectly. But uh, the thing is, you know, everybody else around the SEC has had the opportunity to improve their roster. Auburn added 22 players. Ole Miss added 27. It's a different age in college football. So just because it's one of the best-looking rosters I've seen at Arkansas, maybe the best. Everybody else's roster is better, too. That's true. That is true.